0: The College Basketball Experience Pac 12 season preview on the Sports gambling Podcast networks presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com and start winning today. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new PropSwap.com and use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash only at PropSwap. We're also brought to you by the SGPN app. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app. You're home for all of our free picks and podcasts. You can download that for free in the app store or Google Play Store today. We're also brought to you by Price picks. Prize picks is DFS Simplified. Head over to pricepix.com and use the promo code SGP for a hundred percent instant deposit match up to a hundred dollars. What's up everybody? This is Cameron Krog from Loyola Chicago Ramblers, and you're listening to SGPN.
1: Let it ride. Shout out to the Broad Stop. Thank you, guys.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Woo! Welcome. Welcome to the college basketball experience. Pac-12 season preview. My name is Colby swinging Dan to base Dan, AKA pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick and we are talking Pac-12 basketball. I mean, look, take your shots all you want. I remember a couple of years ago, the Pac-12 had some, some uh, like three or four years ago they had a really bad year and in football, they take shots unjustly in my opinion. But last year, college basketball, everyone talked Big 10, Big 12. <laughs> the Pac-12 came out blazing and said said something about that in the NCAA tournament. My guest today, DFS God himself, big college basketball nut, give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking, home brew making, tobacco road living, the free lock given. Former, former, Herndon basketball league MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be.
1: You know it is quite remarkable the turnaround from three or four years ago when the Pac-12 was awful. They had one of the worst seasons any you know major conference has had ever, and they turned it around and had that kind of postseason a year ago, and. Coming into this season, there's a lot of nice teams here. They might just be able to do it again. What's going on, man? How you doing?
0: Yeah, I'm doing great. And when talking look, I live here in LA, so I live not far from UCLA. Now I didn't grow up, you know, watching every Pac-12 basketball game, but I can tell you last year, I was I think I was a little bit ahead of the curve. I think me and real money Kramer were saying, Man, these some of these teams look really good. Like I Oregon State throughout the year, I remember texting you this when they were not even, you know, cause they had to win the, the 12 tournament to make the tournament. But right. I was like, I remember texting me like this. They're not far off. Like they, they're really good uh, for one game here and then one game there and they implemented all these transfers. So they finally were able to put it together. But I, I like I had, I saw it coming essentially. Like I feel like I saw Oregon state coming because uh, I just felt like week after week, you know, game after game, like you would see flashes and I'm like, man, they have a good team. If they can just put it together, they have a good right. roster. Um,
1: right. So and that s- takes time. I mean, it takes time, especially last year with, with less practice time than usual. Basketball is very much a team sport. You can't just put five individuals on a court and expect them to perform as well as a team that's been playing together for a couple months or a couple years. Uh, uh, like last year I was high on UCLA in the, you know, coming into the season, if anything, after a couple of months, I was like, man, I expected more I'm like UCLA. What's going on. I know you guys are better than that. They, they had injuries too, though. They did, you know, uh, but you know, when, when it all mattered in March, they came around and also obviously had a, <laughs> had a great tournament run, a tournament run that almost never started considering that they were kind of fortunate to beat Michigan State in that first four in Dayton yeah. they almost actually never made it to Indianapolis we, which we, is, is I crazy mean,
0: we see that every year it sounds crazy but you almost want to be one of the first four teams in
1: well, or, or one of win. the last one of the last four teams in i mean right so if you play in the first four you you know you already have shaken off if you if you can win You've already shaken off those nerves. Well, we see it in the we see it in the NFL playoffs a lot, where the wild card team wins the Super Bowl or goes to the Super Bowl.
0: Right, Um, something about the momentum and 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 getting used to it. You're right. uh, where are we, at? man? I'm in the middle of watching some games here on the TV while I'm doing this. But let's get into this. If you're a first time listener to the College Basketball Experience, first off, sub- subscribe to this thing because we're going to be talking college basketball. We always talk college basketball year round. Also, subscribe to the College Football Experience because we talk college football year round. There, we know the Pac-12. Uh, I felt like you know I was glad to see the playoff do the right thing, but we have you covered talking either. So uh, subscribe to both and come play DraftKings with us. We, we play DraftKings college football and college basketball as well, only for a few bucks. Some trash and rights and uh, so so. But if you're a first time listener and you're trying to to gauge what the hell is this episode, we're gonna go team by team alphabetically, kind of uh, predict how they'll do, and then from there at the end we'll go with our our pecking order for for essentially what we have. Uh, you know, who we have winning the conference regular season, of course. And then who we, who we have, uh you know, are they going to make the tournament? Are they not returning starters transfers? Cause 2021 news flash, if, if, if work's been tough and you, <laughs> and you didn't get a chance to key into the offseason season and the college basketball, Nick, how would you uh,
1: break that down? <laughs> it's going to be a remarkable year. Never before in the last, 10, 15 years. Have we seen the amount of talent returning the amount of like big household names coming back for their junior or senior or super senior seasons? It's going to be a great year. I think you know, there's, there's so many good teams across the country. Uh, the PAC 12 specifically, we got some, some dynamite loaded teams here. So this has is shaping up to be one of the most funnest college basketball seasons that I can recall.
0: I agree. I mean, uh, like from the, the transfer portal was, was absolutely bananas, but then also um, the NIL brought so many players back and uh, that probably would be in the G league or playing brought ball in Puerto Rico or something. I, I who knows, but um, I really feel like uh, uh, that th- we haven't seen college basketball this loaded, I would say since like the mid nineties. What do you think yeah. about that assessment?
1: No, I think it's very fair. Like I've mentioned all the people coming back here, you know, I, I guess that's NIL that's uh, the, the positives of the whole NIL movement. So yeah, I mean the talent level of college basketball is probably better than it's ever been here. And uh, it's going to be a hell of a season. So with no further ado, let's get
0: into this as we talk Arizona wildcats. Uh, look last year, Sean Miller. Well, they first off, they weren't allowed to make the tournament last year. So maybe that hurt things, but uh Sean Miller's gone. He's the only coach from the scandal gone, I think. (laughs) Uh, And uh, in comes Tommy Lloyd who came in, you know, this guy's got quite the resume there at Gonzaga and uh, it it should be interesting here because I still think this is a more talented roster than we realize. And when you put in a coach that I was not a big Sean Miller fan, I always thought he got pretty little out of his teams based off talent. I agree. And I think Tommy Lloyd, he comes into this team and you think, oh, they're probably going to be, they're not there yet, but in like tournament bound. I actually think they might be. And you look at this roster getting uh, Benedict Mathurin back and uh, Tubelis. To, to I think those two are great starting pieces. Even returning Koloku, uh, Col- if I'm pronouncing that right, the 7 1 uh, big man. I think that could help. They're going to be one of the taller teams. I think in the, uh, in the, in the PAC 12, bringing in Balo, the Gonzaga transfer. Also, they, they did go out and get Justin Keir. How do you like that transfer from Georgia coming in there? And also uh, Pell Law Larson from Utah. And they still bring out Kerr Krishna back at the point guard spot. What do you make of the
1: wildcats? It's tough. You know, um... They they are bringing back a decent amount, and they have some interesting transfers coming in, but they also lost a lot, like Akinjo or Terrell Brown, their backcourt from last year, or some of the big men like Jordan Brown or or Ira Lee, um, and we and Tommy Lloyd is a question mark. I mean, he's got to yeah, be better than Miller. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess you would think so, but I don't think this guy's ever been a head coach before. Uh, Obviously, I think he was integral to the success at Gonzaga, but you don't know how uh, a longtime assistant is going to do as a head coach. For example, how is uh, Mike Hopkins doing at Washington? I was actually going to say that was like Oregon
0: State. Like you, that one's mind-boggling to me because the talent—they're unbelievably talented.
1: If you don't know, Mike Hopkins, longtime Syracuse assistant, hired at Washington. What three or four years ago? Yeah, he made the tournament his first two years, I think. Has brought in talent. The teams are always talented, but he hasn't done much with the talent. If anything, they've they've perennially underachieved. So um, I'm not, you know, throwing Tommy Lloyd in the same boat. I'm just saying that that we don't know. Uh,
0: what? Do you, so what's the ceiling for Arizona for you then?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think if they make the tournament and win a game or two, I think it's a good year overall. I think the roster is solid. I think it's good enough to make the tournament, uh, but it's not a shoe in to make the tournament, especially, um, especially and, in this deep Pac-12, right? Yeah, and a, a, a deep America for that matter. Yeah, uh, you know, so many good teams. It's going to be tough this year. Uh, if anything, right now, I want to lean that they 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 don't make it. I just need to see more from Lloyd, and I need to see more from some of these rising sophomores that had pretty good freshman seasons can they take a, a next step up and be like, you know, all pack 12 caliber players that remains to be seen. So I think there's question marks about Arizona. I think if you're a Wildcat fan, I think you're, you're hopeful. You know, I, I think you come into the season thinking that you can make the NCAA tournament if everything goes right. But right now in, uh, you know, early November before the season has tipped, I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say this this uh, this team has more question marks, you know, than answers. So not in the field of 68 is what you're saying. Correct. Wow. Can we start with a disagreement right off the bat.
0: Yeah, I think they're gonna get in. All right, I like it. You're wrong. They're gonna be one of the. There'll be a bubble team, though. I'll say that. Um, let's let's go right up the road, Tempe, Arizona, where this is, you know it's hard to get a gauge. I feel like they're talented, but they always have transfers. Alonjo is at Nebraska. Now Remy Martin's at Kansas. Uh, a bunch of other players are gone. Uh, Josh Christopher, Holland woods, Jalen house, a slew of others. And uh, did you hear about Remy Martin? No.
1: What, what happened? Yeah. Just a couple of weeks ago. I know. Come on. Sorry. A couple of days ago. Uh, Self said he's not starting. He said, uh, He's going to shake some things up and try to motivate some guys. Didn't name names, but then when he gave his starting lineup, uh, some reserve was was starting over uh, Remy Martin, which was surprising. He was supposed to step in at Kansas and be their 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 shooting guard from day one, and he still might be. This might be yeah. a motivational tool used by self, but a, a little bit of cause for concern, I'd say.
0: Yeah, I still think it will be fine, but when I look at Arizona State. I think they're improved from a season ago. Yes, you lose Martin, you lose Verge, uh, and Josh Christopher, no, another solid player. I think the the first thing, Marcus Bagley came back. Yeah, this was, was a guy that was potentially a first round draft pick. He came back. You also bring back Jalen Graham. The front court is going to be really good. And I think they yes they're bringing in the like I worry about the depth, a lot of yeah. freshmen, but. D.J. Horn, I, I I watched too much Redbird basketball last year. He was solid at Illinois State. I like that yeah. get. Um, Luther Muhammad from Ohio State. I think that's a decent get. And I think the big one here is Marion Jackson from Toledo. If you had a chance to watch Toledo, good. it was good. Eighteen point six boards, six assist, one point eight steals. The guy did it all. And then Jay Heath coming in from Boston College. I actually solid like the well. starting five I actually like the six seven man rotation. They also have Kamani Lawrence back and John Olmstead. I worry a little bit on the bench after Horn and Lawrence, but I mean, that's a good seven man rotation.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think if you go seven deep with uh, solid proven players and then you have the third best recruiting class in the conference with a four star and a couple of three stars, those freshmen should be able to provide some good minutes off the bench. So I think depth is fine. I, I think on paper, this team is fine. Uh, my, my issues or, or potential problems is uh, a lot of new pieces. A lot of new faces might take a little time. I think the gel. issue is if Bobby Hurley can coach or not, uh, that was going to be my next one. Uh, yeah. I I mean, look, I love being a Duke fan. I love Bobby Hurley, but as a coach, he's made the NCAA tournament a couple times, barely, I think, you know, both times on the bubble, um, but I don't think he's, he may not be. Has, has he won a game? He might be winless I once think, he's gotten there. I don't maybe think he won. has maybe one.
0: Th- yes. They've been in the field of, they were in the first four, I think twice. Yeah.
1: Uh, oh, so overall in his what four or five years in Tempe, uh, not great, but I, I do think the program should stick with him Cause I think at least they're relevant now, uh, you know, at least they're talked about and he is bringing some talent in there. So this is an interesting team here. I I think ceiling wise, I think you could talk sweet sixteen. Yeah. Um, you know, but it also has the potential to unravel and they end up on the wrong side of the bubble. Yeah, and they're Uh, in the NIT. I agree. Yeah, we mentioned over the last couple of years, I mean, I think Hurley's teams at Arizona State have been kind of soft. They've been good at home, not very good on the road, and pretty poor at
0: defense. I, I gotta say this though, in defense of Hurley. Last year, I think they were the most COVID, COVID rid, rid, riddled team, uh, ridden team, geez, uh, in all of America. I, I want to say, I don't recall the number, but I remember last year when we were doing the college basketball experience, he had the most different starting five lineups. And I want to say, even Remy Martin, who didn't even have COVID issues, but he had, I think his mom or dad died. So he was gone for like a week. They, they were depleted. So, in defense of Bobby Hurley, I will say, I don't think last year was a very fair year for him as a coach.
1: Yeah, I, I think you can throw last year out for a, a, a lot of coaches. Uh but that doesn't uh fix or you know make the previous years you f- you feel, you know, any better about. So I I, I, well, think, I just
0: got to think they're going to be better than last year because of the, the at least having yeah. hopefully COVID won't be a, such a such a
1: uh a big right. factor, you know what I mean? And last year they were 11-14 and 14 overall, 7 and 10 in conference. So yeah, I mean, win three or four more games, and that kind of puts you towards a bubble where I think they'll probably be. I'll go ahead and say now that uh, they make the tournament.
0: I'm going to say this between Arizona and Arizona State, one's going to make the tournament, one's going to be in the NIT. You know what? Yeah, yeah. I'm leaning more towards Arizona and the NIT and Arizona State in when I think about it. Oh, come on.
1: Yeah. Come on, man. I thought you just said you had Arizona in.
0: Um, I thought so, but when I really when I take in effect the COVID problems that the Sun Devils had, I think okay. How about this? Both in. There you go. All right. Okay. Uh, but let's let's switch over and talk. Man, what did Quanzo Martin do to this program? Because Cal was rolling. They they were making the tournament. They were they were. I mean, they weren't like a top ten team, but they were a, a decent program. And man. Martin, when he left, then they went to uh, Viking Jones, and now they're at Mark Fox. What happened to the Cal Golden Bears? Their best player, Matt Bradley, transferred to San Diego State. It's tough when the the best players of of the Power Fives are going to very good, <laughs> you know, mid majors. Um, Not a good sign. Yes. So, uh, but look, I mean, he goes out and gets Jordan Shepard from Charlotte, twelve points a game, pretty much. And he brings back Andre Kelly and Grant Ankovich. Um, Malachi Foreman is back as well as Jalen Celestine. I I mean, what's crazy is he, they only got, they only brought in one transfer. That's shocking in 2021. um, And they lost more transfers than they gained. I get it. The, the bench has some, uh, Jared Heider, uh, Joel Brown,
1: Lars Thiemann.
0: I don't know. I think they're the, I think they're the worst team in the Pac-12 again,
1: yeah, that's a safe thing to say here. You know, I thought towards the, the second half of last season, and I think Bradley was, was hurt for a portion of that also uh, their best player last year who transferred out, I, th- I thought they were getting, you know, a, a little bit better being a little bit more competitive. So I, I think they have a chance with, with everybody, but Bradley coming back basically. Um, and then with the Charlotte transfer, I think they can be a little bit better this year. Uh, granted that's still nowhere near being a very good team, uh, nowhere near seeing a postseason. and with how good this conference is, I think, yeah, I think it's pretty obvious that they're at the bottom.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I just think if you're, I mean, look, maybe Mark Fox, maybe he's a year away. I don't know. I don't know that he's the right man for it. You know, he came over from Georgia. I think they got a, Hey, is Jason kid available? (laughs) Uh, Maybe with the NIL now, I don't know. They could become decent, but uh, yeah, I I, I think the golden bears are due for a a long season. I think this conference being so deep uh, might, might just, I I just don't see them being able to beat a lot of these teams night after night. Now I will say this, this next team it's interesting because I've read a different, a bunch of different publications. I've had some people say, oh, they're still a tournament team. They're preseason top 25. I've also seen teams say, no, they're gonna regress. The transfer portal destroyed them. And I'm talking about the Colorado Buffaloes. Um, McKinley Wright gone. He's in the NBA. And now you have Jariah Horn gone. Transfers back to Tulsa. Deshaun Swartz. Transfers to uh, George Mason. George Mason. Dallas Walton transfers to Wake Forest. Maddox Daniels transfers out too. Just a they got really killed by the transfer portal, but but at the same time, they do return some decent pieces. Evan Batty, the the big man, was really good for him, and I think the real piece here, Jabari Walker, son of some walkie Walker, as a freshman last year, especially as the season prolonged, he looked like a very dynamic player. Uh, they also return. Uh, Eli Park, who play, was a, was a decent bench player for them over the past couple years. Same with Keyshawn Bartholomew. So those guys are experienced. And I think if you look at the stat, you say, ah, oh, they're not very good, but they did get a lot of burn in, in certain situations. I know McKinley Wright was dinged up for a little bit. And then they have uh, Oscar De Silva's brother, Tristan De Silva on the bench. Now I worry about the depth. They're breaking in freshman Quincy Allen. It was a top, uh, I think a top hundred recruit. Uh, Lawson Lovering, I think, also was a top 100 recruit. So they're bringing in two of those and a slew of other freshmen. Can Tad Boyle do it again? Is the question. I just think losing McKinley Wright is so huge. He was, and uh, really, I thought if they're bringing back Horn, Schwartz, and Walton, I feel like Colorado's another tournament team. I don't know, and I, like I said, the, I, I picked up a couple of magazines or got you know, and got to see what what they were thinking. One of them had Colorado in the top 25. I get it, Jabari Walker. I think is going to be a dynamic player. And I think he's actually probably going to be one of the better players in the
1: Pac-12. However, I'm nervous about the guard play and the depth. Yeah, as you should be. I will say Colorado has the best recruiting class in the conference, which that's probably the first time Colorado basketball has ever recruited this well. They have three four stars and two three stars coming in, and they're going to need these guys. They're going they're going to need. Day in day out production from the Diaper Dandies because the rest of the roster is a little thin. I don't think this is Colorado's year. I think uh, overall, as a program, I think you're happy with uh, with where they're at. But uh, everybody, unless you're Duke or Kentucky or Kansas, needs a rebuilding season from time to time. And they just lost too much, especially with McKinley Wright and the transfers departing. I'm kind of surprised some of those transfers left. You know, uh, um, me, me too. Horn, uh, Schwartz. I thought Schwartz showed flashes of, especially you know Wright was graduating. Yeah, yeah. You know, you, you would think Schwartz would step in and fill his shoes. And if they had a couple of those guys coming back, then I think they could do just what they did last year, if not more. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think they just lost too much. I think Jabari uh, Walker
0: though is a, like he showed flashes to me towards the end of the year, which made me think yeah. he's going to be a first round draft pick.
1: Yeah. Well, hey, that's a nice starting place, and especially if he can make that big jump that a lot of people do from you know their freshman to sophomore seasons. But still, overall, the team is just too young. It's too tough of a league. Um, They're gonna they're gonna finish below 500 in conference. But I think their goal should be getting kind of close to that. You know, eight and eight. I think I'm assuming they play 16 conference games. Uh, So I don't know. I mean, overall, Colorado. uh, I think you have to be happy with where the program is at in general but this isn't their year. Watch out for next year. Yeah. I'm thinking NIT, but I look, I, I,
0: if Walker plays like he, he's shown flashes of, they could make the NCAA tournament because I think he's a V ve- his wingspan is unbelievable. It kind of like reminds me, I don't know, like of like, I, I, I don't know. I off the top of my head, a great comparison, but I'm saying like he, he's a very dynamic player. If he can, if he can consistently put it together is the question.
1: But, well, uh, the interesting thing here is that they didn't bring in any transfers either. So they're trying to, you know, build players through the program. They're trying to develop players, uh, and I guess you have to give Tad Boyle credit because he could have tried to to quickly plug some holes rather than building up the foundation. Whether or not, I mean, in the long run, that might be a good thing. In the short term, for this year, maybe it's a bad thing. Maybe he could have got got out. You know, got some guys in order to, you know, keep the ship afloat and try to make it to the tournament again. Cause right now, I don't think they have quite what it takes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, look, I want to tell you that the College Basketball Experience, Pac12 Basketball Preview is brought to you by WinBet. Ready to win money and boost your odds? Well, WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. And we're bringing you the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips. Get on all your favorite teams, players and sports from college football, college basketball, NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA and more. Winbet has some awesome brand new bonuses. I'm telling you new users can bet $1 and win a hundred dollars on any sport. Plus you can get up to $1,500 as a free bet on Winbet. If you're first depo- if you make a first deposit of $20 or more, uh, whatever your first wager is, Winbet will match at 200%. I E you got to bet a hundred bucks and you get a $200 or you don't have to, but if you bet a hundred bucks, you'll get $200 free bet. And then max for that seven fifty, meaning they'll match at $1,500. I mean, you gotta love that. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet from boosted parlays to live in game odds on every major sport. We have what you need to win. Ready to play? Well, sign up today to receive a special offer, a risk free $1,000 sports bet. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com to start winning today. All right. Now we're going to jump to feel like a little bit of the unknown.
1: Stanford. Really? Oh, Stanford. I thought you're going alphabetically. Uh, who am I forgetting? Oregon. Oregon State. Oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, my bad.
0: Yeah, I, I'm a moron over here. I'm sitting over here. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Oregon Ducks. I mean, this is one that, uh, look, talk about a team that was injury ridden last year and still, still mm-hmm. put it all together. Um, the Ducks, I think this year, you want to talk about a team that. Has a high ceiling. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. This team, I honestly wouldn't be surprised. They're in the final four. Um, you know, almost made it last year. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised they won the national championship then. But I'll tell you, they this they were what?
1: They were Sweet Sixteen last year, right? Because they they beat Iowa, but then lost to USC. Is that right?
0: Yeah, because I think we almost had an Oregon, Oregon State, Elite Eight, maybe.
1: No, no, could no, Final it four a, that would have been. That would have been yeah, a final Oregon, four. Yeah. No, Oregon would have played Gonzaga. Yeah, Gonzaga they got killed Chris by e. Mobley.
0: They were incredibly young yeah. because their big man, Nephali Dante, uh was out for the year. Um This year, uh, I'm He's telling back. you, uh, yeah, and I think that guy's a beast. I know you look at the stats and see eight points, five five point eight boards. Wow. I when I saw that kid play in the beginning of the year, I thought, whoa, I know uh, this guy could be good, like really good. Now Will Richardson's back at the point, and getting him back is huge. But then when they go out and get Davion Harmon from Oklahoma, who I loved his game in Norman, both those guys together, great defensive guards. I think they're going to complement each other very well. Then Eric Williams at the three spot. I loved him when he played at Duquesne a couple of years ago. Gotta love that. And then they bring in Quincy Guerrier. This is a guy who transferred all around the nation. He was at Illinois. He was at Syracuse. Now he's he's uh, and he's been good everywhere he's been. <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, definitely.
0: And then in folly Dante coming back, like I said, and then keep an eye to me, a slept on, I, I almost think this guy might end up starting Jacob young from Rutgers. This guy averaged 14. He's a fifth year senior, 14 points a game and almost two steals. I would not be surprised if this guy is starting and maybe they're doing, I don't know. Maybe they'll go, maybe they'll go. I don't know. I don't know how You you got six incredibly good players. And then you got Couple other guys kept kept Nang uh got, got some burn in the tournament last year. He's not he's not a terrible big uh as as well as look war uh and, and then the guy I, you
1: haven't mentioned yet, Nathan Biddle, the five star yes, six, the yes. six foot center. Uh you know, I think uh the, the problem last year was that obviously the front court was lacking. But with Dante back and with Biddle, two guys that are six foot eleven, there you go. And no Ke- keptang has gotta
0: be better. He he was he showed I mean he look his offensive game was lacking, but I still think yeah. he's gotta be better, and that gives him more depth. And he's also 6'11. So he was a that freshman last year. Yeah.
1: Right. That solidifies the front court. Granted, they lost a ton from last year, but they filled it up really, really good. I mean, especially with Williams and Richardson coming back. Harmon, nice player from Oklahoma coming in, and then on the wing, Garrier from Syracuse. Uh, he was for a while there, he looked like one of the best players in the ACC last year. Kind of fell off towards the end of the season, which is probably why he transferred. But uh, yeah, this Oregon team looks looks very good. Jacob Young was a great kid too. I mean, look, yeah, and I, I think Dana Altman
0: is one of the best coaches in America. Underrated, yes, criminally underrated. I, I look, I'll be honest. I think everyone's talking UCLA. You know, I get it. UCLA's team is unbelievably good. It wouldn't shock me if Oregon won the national championship. Would not. And I, look, I forgot to key in on this. Um we're we'll get to some basketball odds for the Pac-12 here. Um as as the season, you know, uh, is about to tip uh what, 5 days from now, you can still go out and bet regular season conference winners in the Pac-12 and um I'm going to give you the odds right now. I'm loading this up on the screen because I think there is probably value in the Oregon Ducks because I think Everyone's and, and I, I, Mick Cronin is doing an unbelievable job. I think I think UCLA is going to be incredibly hard to beat, but I do think Oregon. Sign me up
1: for every time Oregon's playing UCLA. Yeah, well, that's the clear tier. That's the top tier. UCLA and Oregon. I think they are head and shoulders the best two teams in this conference. Uh, I got I, mean, the, I got the odds right here. UCLA plus okay, one fifty.
0: Oregon plus two fifty. Yeah. USC plus 500 Arizona plus 700 Stanford plus 1600 Oregon state plus 1800 Colorado plus 2000 Utah plus 2,500 Washington state plus 3,300. Keep an eye out on the Cougars, Arizona state plus 4,000. I think that's a a solid, I mean, I think they're a talented team man. And then Cal plus 1500 Washington plus 1500 as well. I'm a bit shocked by the odds. I'll be honest. USC and Arizona, we'll get to these teams, but I, um, I, Uh, Yes. I'm not shocked at the UCLA and Oregon odds. And I think that's what you're alluding to is that tier, but I do think there's some, I do think there's some
1: dogs that could really do some damage in this conference. I don't know if you ask me, as far as betting it from a future perspective, this is a conference where I don't think you want to take a dog. I think it's going to be either Oregon or UCLA. I think that's pretty clear. Like I said there, they are on a tier all by themselves. And unlike other conferences I think this tier I think there's a, a decent amount of separation between the set, the uh, next tier.
0: Interesting. Interesting. Well, maybe this team is on the next tier because I, look, I get it. When Ethan Thompson left. When Ethan Thompson left cuz there was a chance for a minute there it looked like he was coming back and I thought, "Oh man, Oregon State the Beavers might just be in the mix. He is gone. But I still think the Beavers are a team to watch out for. I think you look at what Oregon state has. I think Wayne Tinkle is a good coach. Now, like I said, okay, Thompson, there's no replacement for that. That was an NBA player. I know he's not in the NBA. I don't think, but um, he was an NBA caliber player to me, Um, but he's bringing back Jared, uh, Jared Lucas and that guy can shoot 12.7 points a game. And, and I think the big one here is Alatisha that yeah. if, if you watch the NCAA tournament, this guy was a matchup nightmare. He was, he is a, it says six, eight, this guy does everything. And he's got this gigantic wingspan. Um, and then also I, and I'm surprised to see him not in the starting lineup, but Maurice Kalou, the Oklahoma state transfer, this guy played big in the tournament a season ago. I know his stats don't reflect it, but I thought that, that he was a very good player. He can, he's a big man. He can also hit the jumper. He's got a nice stroke. And then they got the seven foot one guy, Roman Silva back and Gianni hunt, who was a, a solid bench player a season ago. Now, obviously he, they lose Thompson. Like I, I alluded to, but they bring in Trey Williams from Minnesota. They bring in, I thought maybe this Memphis transfer, Ahmad Ron, uh, Dexter Acano from Marquette. I know these guys didn't get a lot of burn Joel Mar- Mariel from Maryland and Xavier Malone key from Farley Dickinson, Farley Dickinson. He did average double digits there and Farley Dickinson. And they bring back Roderick and Della, who was a solid uh, contributor a year ago, and Isaiah Johnson. So I don't know. What do you make of the Beavers?
1: Yeah, you know I'm not going to jump off the Beavers just because Thompson's gone. Thompson and Reichel, obviously, that's a, a pretty big blow to your backcourt. But like you said, they still have some nice pieces there. Players have to step up in their absence, and I think they will. I think they can with Alatiche and uh, those two big guys, Kalu and Silva there's your front court, Yeah, your nice. front
0: court. I, uh, you can it's make, a, you can make a case. The front court's the best in the pac 12,
1: right? And you got to love what Wayne Tinkle did bringing all those guys along last year. So yeah, I don't think they're a flash in the pan. I, I think Oregon state is going to be good this year. If anything, some uh, preseason publications, I think have them ranked too far down. I think they are a top half of the conference. And I think they'll make the tournament again. I think this year they won't have to need some miracle run. Yeah. I mean, you still
0: wonder he is bringing in five transfers. Last year it was like 10, I feel like, but um, can um he? how fast will it take them to, to put it all together? I wonder also about Mariel, the, the Maryland transfer, he's seven, two. You want to yeah. talk about a nice front court. If that guy can just play decently, you have height, you have Alatisha. you got Kalu, you got Andella, you have depth at the big man spot now. Okay, the guard play, but Lucas is a veteran. Lucas is a veteran. He take taking advantage. I know he's still a junior, but he, I think he, he's using that COVID year. Uh, Hunt was a solid contributor a year ago. If some of these other transfers, like that Malone Key from Farley from Farley Dickinson, or perhaps uh, the Marquette transfer Acano, can pan out, I, I think this is going to be a tough out every time you play Oregon State
1: and they shouldn't need as much time this year because there is much more coming back that cohesiveness with what at least five guys back from last year's squad that went to the elite eight. Uh, So yeah, I mean, I think they're going to be good this year. I, I, like I said, I think they're going to be right there in the mix after UCLA and Oregon. And I think they will be dancing.
0: I'm with you. I like Wayne Tinkle, man. I, that athletic director trying to fire him, and then he ends up getting fired, huh? Karma, hilarious. Exactly. Yeah, karma. Um, all right, now let's hop over and talk Stanford, as my as my alphabet is just a mess. Um, Stanford's a weird team. Gerard Haas. I thought
1: uh,
0: if you would ask middle of the year last year, I think we all had Stanford in the NCAA tournament. They faded down the stretch. And then Oscar De Silva went and played to play in Germany. Zaire Williams transfer or no Zaire Williams went pro Dejon Davis transferred to Washington. I believe those are huge hits, absolutely huge hits. And they did not go out in the transfer portal. They did bring in some nice freshmen, Harrison Ingram being one of them, um, but then Jaden Delaire is back and Spencer Jones. So the front court seems to be in decent shape. The question is, is the rest of the team because what Michael O'Connell he got some burn last year when, when uh desire Williams was out. They got Noah Tates. They got uh Lucas K- Kissunas and uh Max Morrell. But also Adam Keefe's son, James Keefe. Uh all there. Nick? Stanford's gonna miss the tournament this year, right? They lost too much, right?
1: Yeah, definitely. You know, I guess they need a uh, five-star freshman from Dallas, Texas, Harrison Ingram to just play like a lottery pick. And then maybe they have a chance, uh, but no, they just don't have the, the, the pieces right now. Uh, Delayer and Spencer Jones that, you know, together, that's not a, a bad start to a front court, especially if Harris Ingram on the wing, apparently he can do a lot of stuff. You know, he can be perimeter and also go in the uh, interior as well. Uh the backcourt—big, big question marks with O'Connell and Taltz. And then, uh, as far as the bench, not a whole lot you like when you look at that either. So, uh, yeah, I'm not sure what Hass is doing at Stanford, but it—it uh, it looks like another year missing out on postseason play, and uh, pretty soon uh, his job might be in jeopardy. I still think they're somewhat decent, though. I think Silva, that freshman, might get major minutes.
0: Um, I still think like night in night out when we're handicapping these games I think Stanford's probably going to win more than we expect They're not going to make the tournament but I
1: feel like they're a solid team They seem like they're always solid right yeah. I mean they're never awful but they're not but they haven't been like you know elite in, in forever since Mark Madsen you know? Yeah and <laughs> and Casey Jacobson, yeah. you know uh, so it's another year where they're just you know for fairly average all right.
0: Well, there we are done with the Cardinal. Um, look, I want to tell you the college basketball experience pac 12 previews brought to you by prop swap America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets all season long. Prop has been finding the best odds of the country because you're buying directly from other bettors Like yourself, use the promo code SGP on your first deposit and Propswap will double it up to $500. Double the cash means double the odds. If you love sports betting, you need to be using prop swap. Every ticket purchased on Propswap can be resold at any time. Your bet doesn't even need to win in order to make money. It just has to improve. Thousands of betters across the country are shopping for tickets on Propswap every day. Get started today by going to Propswap.com or download the Propswap app. Propswap is where America buys and sells sports bets. All right, man. We're done with Stanford. Now we move along. We only got a few teams left in the in this thing. Uh who are we at? You? Is it Utah? No, it's it's UCLA. Here we are, the UCLA Bruins. I mean, do I need to to say much here? <laughs> <laughs> they look pretty good on paper, huh? I'd say on paper, I don't know that you could find a better starting five. Um, it it'll be interesting to see because look, last year they were the team, the surprise team. This year they're they're the hunted. So and and they brought in and they. I got news for you. Mick Cronin just landed a five star for, for next year. <laughs> so watch out. This team is growing really fast. Tiger Campbell's back. I love this kid's game. I'm a huge tiger. Campbell fan, 10 points a game, five assists per game. 1.1 steals. He's back. Johnny Juzang's back. Uh, Jaime uh, Jaquez is back. Cody Riley is back. Jules Bernard is back. They went out. They got the, the, one of the best players in the nation. Uh, uh, Freshman wise Peyton Watson. Also will McClendon was a big recruit as well. Miles Johnson transfers in from Rutgers. They even returned David Singleton who played key minutes last year in the tournament, as well as Jake Kyman. Nick, is this team winning the national championship?
1: They got a shot, man. You know, I was going to bring up the same point. You did last year. Nobody was expecting them to do anything. They were the hunter this year. They are going to be the hunted well, we have to see how they play with the target on their back because everybody out there that's doing the preseason preview is looking at UCLA and they're, they're penciling them into the final four. They're saying maybe they get the job done this year. And with good reason, look at that roster. I mean, not only do you have, you know, some, some NBA potential, but you got some great college basketball players. It seems like they have a great rapport with each other. Mick Cronin is a hell of a coach for all those people at UCLA that didn't want to hire him. You <laughs> that's, wanted that's to, that's the best. Give me a break. <laughs> they wanted Rick Barnes Jeez. <laughs> yeah, I'm unbelievable. How lucky, you know, I mean, Hey, I guess the AD made the right call. Maybe even if it wasn't a popular one at the time, but uh, yeah, I mean, there's, there's nothing to dislike about this team. UCLA is going to be excellent this season. They're going to be a lot of fun to watch. Well, and, I wonder and, and, if they and, have any like big key marquee matchups out of conference. I'm going to pull it up. Yes.
0: I think they get uh what the, the three days into the season, they play Villanova in Westwood. I might go to it November 12th, wow. November 12th.
1: Should. Yeah. It's the, their second game, Villanova. Yeah. They also play Gonzaga early or later in, in Vegas. The month. Right? I think it's uh, in Vegas. Sure. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. So uh, those are the two, like, you know, big key uh, out of conference matchups. So uh, man, those games are going to be fun. Uh, well, I
0: think last year,
1: remember Hill North Carolina yeah. out of the conference too. Sorry to cut you off.
0: No Jalen Hill. Uh, so they lost their leading scorer back in January. And then they also had Jalen Hill who was one of their bigs just quit the team uh, COVID related or whatever. I don't know, but um, uh, so in the tournament, they actually lacked a little bit of size that they weren't expected to. They were expected to have more size, but not now. I mean, Cody Riley played great in the tournament. Yeah. And they bring in Miles Johnson. And also, I mean, I'll add in the size of Peyton Watson, who's I know he's sure. not a big, but I'm saying he's six eight. So they're just a much taller team. But I think the Miles Johnson get was just huge get. Yeah. Huge get. Yeah. I mean, that's a guy that's I think will will be very successful in the Pac twelve and really really take he doesn't even need to score. He's just a force right. at two point four blocks a game, nine boards a season ago. That's all you're gonna need because there you have the scoring options already there. So well, look.
1: I mean, here, here's how you break it down. How many teams from the final four bring back all five starters? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And And even even though one of them is a recruit. Yeah. And even though Bernard, I guess is not projected to start, it doesn't matter. He's gonna get lots of minutes, you know? So yeah. yeah, I mean, UCLA is going to be right there again. That's for sure.
0: Yeah. uh, They're loaded. Um, All right. Let's, let's switch over though and talk a little Trojan basketball. Cause I think everyone's thinking, ah, you know, they had their day in the sun. Evan Mobley's gone. tajidi has gone. Nick, is there a chance they're better than last year? I get it. I oh. Evan Mobley's gone. Yeah. I love their guard play. I'm a big fan of their guards. I think boogie LS with drew Peterson and Isaiah white. I think they have a, some sneaky, good guards. In Los Angeles, right there. I know Isaiah Mobley's not Evan, but he's still a good basketball player. So maybe the front court we worry about. I think the guard play is going to be better this year than it was last year.
1: I mean, Boogie else is like an average college basketball player. Uh, so this guy, he uh, w- at one time he was uh, a Duke recruit, uh, but then when Duke uh, brought in another freshman guard, he he retracted on his uh, letter of intent and went to Memphis. Uh, at Memphis, he was it was average. He was solid. And I think I, he's better I, than I- average. I thought maybe it's slightly above average. I'm not the biggest boogie Ellis fan. Look, he's a solid point guard. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to come down on the guy, but he's not elevating the team around him. Okay. Uh, I do like Peterson. He's solid and uh, Chet Chavez Goodwin, I think can make, uh, I think as a redshirt senior, he provides a lot of experience in the front court. Yeah. The question is, is is Mobley, you know, can he uh, in his second season, can his game expand and get closer to his brother's game? I'm sure he's sick and tired of being compared to his brother, but um, he's, he, he's not his brother. Evan Mobley was a beast and uh, they need more of that. So I do think they take a step back this year. I, I do not have USC making the uh, tournament.
0: Oh, I do. I have them making the tournament. Cause I think their guard play is sneaky. Good. I even think the depth Ethan Anderson, I think is a good reserve as well. I, I like their guard play. Keep an eye out on them. I, I think they're going to make the tournament. I don't think they're going to go far, but I think they're a tournament yeah. team. Andy well, hey, a good coach too.
1: He is a good coach. And you know, he, he was a good coach at uh, dunk city with Florida Gulf coast. And uh, you saw the run they made last year. I just don't think this is the year, the uh, year for USC.
0: We will see buddy. Um, all right. We got a couple more teams here. Just three more teams. Uh, the Utah Utes. This is one. I like the hire of Craig Smith, Nick. I think that's a sneaky good hire. I, I actually Really thought he did a great job with the uh, the Aggies of Utah State. Now it is year one. It is year one, so it'll be interesting to see. I, I just think they instantly become a better coach team. I mean, like th- th- he's so much better than Christoviac to me. Even though yeah. I feel like Christoviac might have deserved another year. Um, I think uh, this is an interesting team. Obviously, they get hit. Alfonso Plummer goes to Illinois. Timmy Allen goes to Texas. Those are two huge, huge. I mean, they, uh, some of these other guys were key contributors too, but especially those two were huge hits. However, Craig Smith brings in a couple, uh, you know, a, a couple mountain West guys that I think could make a difference here. And Rolly Worster from Utah state who averaged nine points a game there in, in Logan. And then d- keep an eye on this. I love this get of David Jenkins from UNLV. Yeah. I think he's going to be a starter for them. I think he's going to be a baller for them. Um, 15 points a game there in Vegas. I think that was a very big get for him. And then they go out and bring in another Utah state transfer in Marco Anthony, who was a very good player for them a season ago at 10 points a game, the bigs, the front court. I worry about a little bit Riley Batten and, uh, Brandon Carl- Carlson. I wonder if maybe this Illinois state transfer Dusan. uh Mahar, I don't know how to pronounce that fucking guy's name. May, <laughs> Mayor kick Um, uh, he was solid at uh, Illinois State. I don't know, man. I mean, uh, I still think it's going to take a couple of years. Both Gash is back. He was there at a couple of years ago. He was playing at Utah,
1: but I, I still I, think this is a. He team. struggled. At, he struggled at Minnesota last year too. Uh, I think he started the year in the starting lineup, but it was quickly demoted when when it. Became apparent that he wasn't going to cut it as a Big Ten starter. Yeah, I think this is a team that will struggle. I, I, yeah. I, I think it's going to be pretty comparable to last year. Last year they were twelve and thirteen overall, eight and eleven in conference. Like you said, I like the hire. I think he's going to do do good things there. Give him time. Uh, you know, he brought in a lot of of transfers to try to to fill those gaps quickly with all those people leaving. You know, usually. There's a coaching change. You have players departing, uh, but uh, I don't see a, a postseason in the future here. I think Utah's gonna be solid. I think they can surprise some people at home, but overall, the consistency just isn't gonna be there.
0: I think a couple of years. Give Craig Smith a couple of years. He's gonna turn that thing around. All right, folks. Uh, the college basketball experience. Pac-12 previews brought to you by Prize Picks. Have you heard about Prize Picks? It's a daily. It's daily fantasy made really easy. I love this. And I know you will too. Prize picks. Let me tell you, they, they price picks has the best NBA DFS prop game on the market. Price picks offers more NBA props than any of its DFS competitors. You got to do this. They have, uh, they offer all superstar players as well as bench players only recording a handful of minutes in each game. Price picks offers any prop you can think of from yardage to touchdowns, even interceptions thrown. Um, all of your, you, uh, all of your users that deposit and use your promo code will receive a hundred percent instant deposit match up to a hundred dollars. Just be sure to use that promo code SGP. You pick two to five players and simply, uh, you you're guessing on their over under on those projections. And, uh, you can, you can win up to 10 times your money on any entry. It's just you versus those projected numbers. Price picks allows uh, mixed sport entries as well. So you can take, you know, whoever you could take, uh, I don't know, James Harden, and then mix that with Patrick Mahomes, whatever, you know, you just, you got to check it out. Use the award-winning app on both app. Uh, it's in the app store. It's in the Google play store. Entries can be made 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Price is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Don't hesitate. Check out PricePix.com, Use the promo code SGP to get a hundred percent in its deposit match for up to a hundred dollars. All right. And also get the SGPN app. You're brought to you by it. Yes, the SGPN app is live in the App Store and Google Play Store. It gives you the app gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts. Don't forget to toss up an app review and download the SGPN app today. Um here we are talking Huskies. Washington Huskies, Nick. I'm very curious You know, this is a team that talent-wise I don't know. I feel like I feel like this could be one of the more underrated teams if Hopkins can actually coach this year.
1: I'm intrigued. Yeah. I am. You yeah. Know, uh, again, new faces, transfers, reoccurring theme, but yeah, uh, you know, th- those guys that left or they, through graduation or through transfer, it wasn't working out, you know, quad green, the, uh, the transfer from, from Kentucky, he never really did much in Seattle. Uh, so you got Terrell Brown jr. From Arizona via Seattle. The guy's been around transferring to a couple different stops here, but he's a solid player he um you know at last year in in the Pac12 he he looked like he belonged and then getting uh, Dejon Davis from Stanford here that's, that's huge two, huge two red shirt seniors in the backcourt you have to like how i mean these guys are probably 24 years old or something you know yeah um and then Emmett Matthews junior the transfer from West Virginia also a nice get so and then to have Jamal Bay and Nate Roberts uh, again upperclassmen uh solid Pac12 basketball players you look at the starting five and you're like, this, this team's old. Uh, they got decent size. You know, uh, it, it may come down to Ken, Mike Hopkins coach. I,
0: I, like, I, I like the PJ fuller get from TCU. Yeah. Uh, I think they got, a, I mean, how about the seven, five Riley Sorn? Is he going to get better as a junior?
1: Right? So still like no, like next level talent on, on this team, but in the past five years, Washington has had next level talent and they haven't had good teamwork and that hasn't worked, (laughs) you know? So uh, even though there might not be anybody that even comes close to the NBA, it's an interesting group that they've collected here. Now, can Hopkins put it all together and can it result, you know, in a good basketball team as a whole? That's the question. If
0: you want a sleeper to make the tournament in the pac 12, it's probably this team.
1: I like it. Yeah. I think, um, I like them more so than Utah. What about
0: Colorado, them or Colorado to make it to the tournament? Who do you like better?
1: I think I might lean Washington just cause I think they're older and more experienced.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be very interesting to watch, but I think they're going to be, yeah. I mean, the starting five, I, I like, I really do. I actually think like seven deep,
1: it's pretty yeah, solid. For, for them. So for a team that won five and 21 overall and four and 16 in in, in the conference, I mean, they got, they have big strides if they want to get anywhere close to you know season. But I think this group might be able to do it. Now, if you ask me right now, place of bet they're in the tournament or they're out, I'm definitely betting out. But like you said, if you want a dark horse to potentially make a little noise, it might be Washington.
0: Potentially, potentially true. But are we forgetting about the Washington state Cougars? Because Kyle Smith's bunch. I think he's a really good coach. And I think this is the year they're going to show up and prove it. I really, really like this Cougars team. What have I told you, Nick, that there's a chance. Washington state's the third best team in the pac 12 Uh, I'm not buying it, not buying it. They were fantastic at home last year, struggled on the road, but they were young. Their front court had two, two freshmen. Uh, so they are losing
1: Isaac Bonton. Their bet, their leading scorer from last year.
0: I get it, but they're bringing in Michael Flowers from South Alabama, who averaged twenty-one points a game, five boards, four assist, one point six steals. Essentially,
1: South Alabama and their other transfer Tyrell Roberts, who also averaged almost twenty a game at San Diego. Like, well done at the mid-major level. You're in the Pac-12 now, guys. I like this team, man. I'm telling you, uh, Noah
0: Williams. He's a beast. Agba, uh, Abu, Abu or whatever that guy can play Deshaun Jackson. Don't forget about Dennis Robinson, DJ Rodman on that bench. He's, he's ab- actually pretty solid. I know he he's solid man. And TJ Bomba on the bench. Keep an eye out for, I'm telling you, man, ahead of time right now, this is the best team at Washington state since like the second to last year with Tony Bennett. Um I, I just so th- this is your Oregon State of uh,
1: twenty twenty one twenty two. Oh,
0: yeah, I think this is a tournament
1: team. I think they're dancing really? this year. I do. Wow. Yeah. What's that? So they yeah they've made the tournament since Tony Bennett. Exactly.
0: So. Exactly. That's a bold statement. I like the bench man. Uh, I really do. Uh, whether it's Andrijem Jakimovski or Ryan Rap, um, I'm telling you, it's a deep team. It's a talented team. I like what they're bringing in. I really do I think this is a team uh, that uh, and I look before with Ernie Kent they recruited all right but Kent couldn't coach like Smith Smith is a good coach. I think this is going to be a tough team to beat night in night
1: out keep an eye out for them all right So last year was really consistency like they would show flashes No, I they agree. were great at home at home yeah they were
0: great and on the road they, but that happens with youth man you learn to win on the road when uh, uh, with experience.
1: Very, very true. I I mean, last year they were fourteen and thirteen overall, seven and twelve in conference. So, yeah, if you're a young team, it's like a building block. You got up to like a level of respectability. Now you need to to make to make one more step, get over five hundred in the league, and you'll have a chance to dance.
0: You go back and you look at the at the schedule a season ago. I'm telling you, I think you'll be you'll be pleasantly surprised on like some of those games they lost they were a better team than I think a lot of people realized. Uh, I want to say they beat Colorado. I think in the PAC 12 uh, tournament, was it? I got to go, go back and look, but maybe that might've been the year before, but um, this was a team. Look, they lost a double overtime to Arizona. Um, you go through and look at the schedule. They beat UCLA a season ago. Um, this was it. they beat Oregon. I mean, this is a team they lost by two to Oregon state in Corvallis. They lost by two to Washington. Uh, you know, they, they had a lot of close calls lost in, in overtime to Arizona state. I think they're a better team than, than what the record re- represented last year. Keep an eye out on, on the Cougs. I'm not saying for sure they will be third. I think they, they're going to be in contention though, for third, fourth, fifth, it's going to be a tight race in the pack. 12. I like them, Oregon state, Arizona, Arizona state, USC to all, even Colorado and, and maybe even Washington
1: in that mix. Um, wow. Yeah. What? So let's get to the pecking order. I'm curious now. Yeah. With you being so high on the Cougars, I'm curious as to where you might have them. So um, let me pull up the standings from a season ago just for a little comparison, but uh, i obviously you and I both have Oregon UCLA at the top of the conference. Right. And what, what order who's your winner? I'm going to take Oregon one UCLA two. Well, I'm gonna go UCLA one, Oregon two. Take that. Ooh, there you go. Okay, three. I'm doing. That's it. where it's tough. I'm, I'm gonna doing go. It. I'm going Washington State three. I'm gonna go Arizona State. Okay, four. Arizona.
0: Man, I'm gonna go.
1: I'm gonna go USC four no, no, hold on. I'm sorry. I'm gonna go Oregon state four.
0: maybe I'll go Oregon (laughs) state five.
1: I'm going to go Arizona five and your Washington state six.
0: I'm going to go Arizona state six, Arizona seven and
1: Colorado eight, seven. I'm going to go Stanford, Colorado eight, I'm going Washington nine, Stanford Agreed. 10, Utah 10, Cal 11. Who'd I forget? Washington. Shit. <laughs> you forgot. Uh, they are. No, I, they, they were nine.
0: No, I don't think you said Washington. Yeah. All right,
1: uh, okay. All right. Or so Colorado. Washington. You didn't say Colorado then. Colorado nine, Washington 10, Utah 11, Cal 12. Cal 12, Utah 11, Stanford 10. Washington nine. So dancing, Oregon, USC, I not, I'm sorry. Oregon, UCLA, Oregon state, Arizona state. That's only four. I think they, they got to get in a fifth. Maybe it, it, I, that's either probably Arizona or USC for me.
0: I got UCLA, Oregon, USC, Washington state, Oregon state, Arizona State, all in the tournament, and Arizona. Let's go, all of those. And and okay. I think I think Colorado, Colorado, will be on that bubble. We'll see.
1: Yeah, well, especially towards the top of the conference, watching uh, UCLA and Oregon go go at it. You could argue that it's a top-heavy league, uh, especially towards the bottom. Some big question marks. Even in the middle, you know, there's some middling teams there, like Stanford, who they're not bad, but they're never that good either. Um, overall I I, I'd say it's top heavy. The only teams with realistic chances to go far in the tournament, I think are Oregon and UCLA. That's what they said last
0: year about, uh, but I mean, I, I wouldn't shock me if Arizona state made a deep run. I mean, I think their talent is decent. Wouldn't shock me if Oregon state went back to the sweet 16.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Potentially
0: keep an eye out.
1: Keep an eye out. There you go. Washington State, keep an eye out on the Cougs. I know they just fired my boy Nick Rolovich, damn it. Also, keep an eye out on our college basketball DFS contest. We'll be hitting you daily, just a couple bucks every day of the week. Come in, have some fun, join Slack channel. Talk some smack with the other DJs.
0: Exactly. In six days a week, we will be doing a daily college basketball show. Best bets of the day. You subscribe to the college basketball experience. Also subscribe to the college football experience. Remember to get that SGPN app. It's free to download in the app store and Google play store, but that you'll get all of our picks, all of our podcasts, me, Patty CNC, Nick. We've handicapped every single division one college basketball and college football game for the past four years. Never had a losing season. We also added Terrell Furman jr. to that bunch. So get in. Check it out. We give them like way over 500 on our locks too. All that's for free. All our guest appearances, Steve Lavin, former UCLA Bruin coach. He's been on the show. Bill Burr, Mike Leach. I mean, you go on and on and on. Randy Cross, just Al Harrington. You're going to get all that for free. Download that thing and give us a five-star review. Say some nice things about us. If you do take a screenshot, find me on Twitter at the Colby D. Give me a follow. Show me that screenshot and I'll send you a college football or college basketball experience, t-shirt, whatever you want. All right. NC Knicks on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. Give him a follow DFS plays every day and make sure you check out uh, Patty C's on Twitter. at Patty C eight, three, one Terrell Furman Jr. On Twitter at really rail underscore underscore the college basketball experience new to Twitter and Instagram at TCE on SGPN and the sports gambling podcast network on Twitter at DSGP network. Follow them all check out the Slack channel. Like Nick said, this is the college basketball experience. Pac-12 style. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of